Good morning. Just on my way to one-to-one session and thought as I walk, I would jump on and talk about fasting as this, this does the rounds a lot, actually. Comes up quite a bit with regards to should I do it, should I not, or I'm trying to do it and I can't stick to it. It's also one of those things that we, we just try from time and time again to I know, go in a bit harder and kind of kickstart some weight loss and it, and it can work. It really can for a lot of people by reducing calories as the, as the main effect of it. It's a very easy way to cut calories. For example, you just skip a meal, really. You just delay your breakfast or don't have breakfast, essentially. Now, this works for a lot of people because when some people wake up, they maybe force down breakfast because they think it has to boost their metabolism. They think they have to eat it, but they're not hungry. Then they kind of force eat and then they're actually hungry a few hours later, especially if it's quite carby, quite sweet, quite moorish and low in protein. So actually they end up eating more, which isn't what they're looking to do. Now let's compare that to fasting. They're, they're, they're told that actually it's your total calories that's a key and actually they can delay their breakfast a bit and have it mid-morning or at lunchtime when they're actually hungry. Maybe they prepare something, take it to work, or have it when in their mid-morning break when they're actually hungry rather than forcing it down. Again, that delays their breakfast, that could then delay their lunch, that could help with their mid-afternoon cravings, which is their issue. And then let's now look at the flip of the coin. Someone's been told that there's this magical health benefit of fasting, and there could be. There could be some benefit that we haven't found yet in, in humans. It's definitely signs that it's there in rodents but they haven't really replicated it in humans at the moment as I do this video now as far as I know however what they might find is that by trying to get these elusive health benefits of fasting some people with certain relationships of food so you know not everyone has this type of relationship with food but for people who tend to overeat in the evening binge eat you know, maybe don't eat enough in the day, then struggle in the evening, overeat at night, then they fall into that vicious cycle of not being hungry in the morning, not eating all day, not eating enough, not being satisfied, then at the evening, pick a bit, then snack, try and have a little bit, and it's very, it's a cycle that doesn't serve them too well. And when it comes to this situation, I would always say, is are your is rather is your kind of drive your motivation to get the health benefits of fasting actually less healthy or more unhealthy for you than just having the three meals a day because and this is generally from a conversation i had with one of the ladies quite recently is she went from trying to constantly doing fasting she was constantly trying to do intermittent fasting and it works for a lot of people like i said i do it quite often but the fact she was constantly trying to do it, falling off the bandwagon, overeating, binge eating, beating herself up, and then going, right, I'm gonna start again. It got to a stage where actually, if we just went back to basics, three meals a day, she felt more satisfied, felt more full up, and it was almost more in control in the evening. And for her, actually, trying to get the perceived health benefits of intermittent fasting, actually made her probably unhealthy in terms of her relationship with food, in terms of the wholesome foods she would eat because it would almost be a starve and a binge like oh i haven't eaten breakfast and lunch so i can 
eat this now? Like, how much food can I get in my diet that I can get away with? And it kind of takes it away from the whole point of why you would fast, really. Yes, it's a great way to lower calories, but at the end of the day, if you're just doing it so you can eat more junk food, then it might not work for you in terms of satiety. It might not work for you if you have a tendency to comfort eat or binge. Hey, Amber. So I hope that helps. And that's a gr really quick way just to see whether it's going to work for you. Like, do you, do you have a tendency to binge in the evening? If you do, and you feel out of control, I'd probably start with three meals a day, getting a good portion of protein at that meal. It doesn't matter really when you have them, but you can delay breakfast a bit. But in terms of like the 16 8 window of fasting, which is often out there and very trendy, if you're that type of person with that relationship with food, it may be that you just go, right, I'm going to try three meals a day. And I know it sounds really boring and standard, but quite often when we try and eat so little in the day, that's often the reason why we binge at night. So it might be that we just need to increase our protein, increase our veg in our main meals and then see how we go from there. Hope that helps. Any questions on that? Do let me know. Let me know your experiences of it. Because like I said, I use it sometimes and I have many people I work with who use it as a tool to lower their calories and it works really well. But for some people, and, and they could get there eventually, they might just not be there yet with their relationship with food, with getting the right nutrients in to make them feel full up, making sure them the foods they eat are nutrient-dense, filling. But right now, it's, it's kind of they're not in the place to do it. And that's fine, because every, every diet you take, every step you take isn't a waste of time. It actually leads you to what's going to work and what's not going to work. Rather than see it as, oh, this failed or this succeeded, it's actually, that actually succeeded, because I now know that doesn't work or that does work. Hope that helps. Any questions, do let me know. And... Yeah. See you soon.